Mr. Ozzy Osbourne. That's time after time on 100.3. The X Rocks, we've been talking about it all morning long. It premieres tonight on Fox. You can check it out yourself if you like. It is called Sleepy Hollow. Cool little uh, kind of update on the, I guess, uh, old-timey tale. And uh, on the phone with us right now is one of the stars of the brand-new show that premieres tonight. His name is Orlando Jones. Orlando, thank you so much for the time, man. Not at all. Same here. Thank you, guys. No problem, dude. We see the uh, the previews for Sleepy Hollow and it gets us all jacked up. Y- you look at who's involved in that show. You look at the, the production value for that show. What What is it that draws you in and says, hey, this is this is something I want to be involved with? I don't know. The first time I was kind of thinking, really, they're going to do Sleepy Hollow? That sounds weird. <laughs> um, and it's going to be in present day. And, you know, it's it's a really, you know, it's like a summer blockbuster happening every week. So, you know, it's one of those things where you, you're not sure if they can pull it off. But if they can, it'll be awesome. And, you know, Chris Morrissey, obviously, in Star Trek and Transformers and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, honestly, I was surprised as everybody else was when I saw the finished product. I was like, oh, my God, Len Weissman is a genius. This is awesome. Yeah, and so I, I kind of entered skeptical and, and came out a fan. You know, and, and reinventing those tales from, from our youth and, and turning them into something like this is, is a very interesting thing to do, and it gives a lot of a lot of room for creativity, but having stability in the characters that we know, right? Well, I, I think so. I mean, it's definitely not the Disney or, you know, the Tim Burton telling the Sleepy Hollow. I mean, this is really following the Book of Revelations and his far more about, you know, that, you know, foretold war of, you know, between good and evil and the Headless Horseman is one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. So, I mean, it's definitely a a different re-envisioning and telling of that, but it's kind of awesome. You know, you, you look at, at what they have set up for a show like Sleepy Hollow and you go, wow, this thing looks pretty amazing, even just, you know, for a weekly television show. Tell us a little bit about, like, the production. I mean, is it just like a huge layout when you go to work every day? Is it is it pretty impressive? Uh, it's I mean, first of all, we're shooting multiple crews, so when we're shooting, they're generally like three full crews in production at the same time, just because it's so big. So the sets are just crazy, dude. I don't even know how we're doing this, to be honest with you. I mean, we shoot multiple episodes at the same time with different crews in order to get it done, but it's, it looks like you're in a blockbuster. I mean, I mean, I turned around in the scene the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, the Revolutionary War is going on right now. <laughs> there are 100 people in uniforms. This is crazy. But it's, it's, it's amazing, but it's, it's fun. But it's definitely bigger. And, you know, I've done a bunch of $100 million movies, and this somehow seems bigger. You know, you get a chance to play a police captain this time around. Uh, do you do a lot of research kind of going into something like this? Like, are you doing, like, ride-alongs? Do you try to kind of get inside the mind of somebody that would be in a position like this? Or are you just kind of going on your instincts? Uh, no, I mean, this is a little different. I mean, I don't, I'm not from Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow is sort of where... Obviously, the show takes place. I'm from Manhattan, but when a reverend and a uh, sheriff get their head chopped off and they're saying some guy with no head did it, I was like, okay, they're obviously smoking crack down there in Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> and my boss sends me down because the sheriff is dead to just get some clarity on what's going on with it. And in those situations, I'm really federal. I'm not state. And right along to be homicide detectives as opposed to uh, this type of job, which is far above that pay grade. So, yeah, you definitely have to talk to those guys because the world that they live in is, is a little dicey and a little political. It's not like them just running around with a gun every week trying to arrest some regular perp. Um, and I'm already a deputy sheriff. I mean, I've been an active deputy sheriff for five or six years. Um, so that part I know really well. This part I didn't know, and I spoke to a number of guys in New York who sort of just helped me work through how this works and 
what happens when you get assigned to a place. So personally right now, how much fun are you having? Sleepy Hollow about to make its debut, and then you've got your project Tainted Love, which is doing pretty well as well. I'm having a ball. I mean, I'm not sleeping, but uh, <laughs> I got no complaints about that. <laughs> it's, you know, it's always fun. I mean, I'm a comic book nerd, and I was a fan of, you know, the creators of the show, Chris and Lorsi, back when they were doing, you know, Xena and, you know, and Hercules. So I really wanted to work with these guys for a long time, so... And Sleepy Hollow is crazy. I mean, when they pitched me what we were actually doing, because we're following the story of the Book of Revelations, it just kind of blew me away that, you know, the idea that the American War, the Revolutionary War, was one small war and the bigger war between good and evil. And, and now, you know, 250 years later, that war has restarted again uh, in present day. I just thought, that's a dope idea. And um, I'm just, I'm, I'm super excited about that. And, you know, Untainted Love is digital graphic novel, you know, action comedy, and that's what happens when you get four nerd friends together and let them do something. <laughs> <laughs> where do you where do you come up with the idea for something like that? Is it something that you've always wanted to do, or did it just kind of come together, like you said? Well, I, you know, like, I guess like anybody, you know, I have family members that are incarcerated. <laughs> and every holiday, you know, you always catch up, and, you know, we talk to everybody in the family, and it just occurred to me one day, you know, because some people don't want to be bothered on Christmas and blah, blah, blah. I was like, everybody loves something they're not supposed to. And that just struck me as that's what painted love is. Everybody loves something they're not supposed to. But, you know, who is who am I to say your love is, any, you know, is better or worse than mine? And I thought that was just sort of a cool idea. And I wanted to write a story about those characters. And next thing I knew, we were shooting painted love. So, I mean, that's really where it came from. And, you know, every comic book nerd wants to have a, you know, do a comic book if they can. And uh, this was like, if I'm going to do a comic book with the print business dying, why don't I do one that's digital that people can go and watch for free and just, you know, decide what they think as opposed to making people pay for stuff. I just thought it would be cooler to do it that way. So that's what I did. And we want people to check it out. Where's where's the best place they can go do that? Oh, just go to TaintedLoveMovie.com. Uh, yeah, TaintedLoveMovie.com, and you click on Episodes, and you can watch all six episodes. So I also want to talk to you a little bit about Comic-Con, because this is something that, that you probably have attended as a fan and then going there as a professional as well. Which one is more enjoyable for you? Man, it's tough, you know, because... You know, the fan part is always fun because you can go down the artist alley and sometimes when you're down there working, you kind of don't make it there because they schedule stuff. But um, it's always cool to go down and just check out the new artists and see what, you know, the, the new up-and-coming guys are doing. And it's, I mean, I've been going to Comic-Con since we were on Mad TV. And, you know, to go back now, I mean, obviously I was there for Tainted Love the last couple of years and Sleepy Hollow and you know, Enemies Closer and Black Dynamite. I was down there for, you know, last year and then... Um, this year, we didn't have Black Dynamite episodes ready, so we're actually doing the New York Con this year for Black Dynamite. But it's just, you know, I mean, it's just an amazing experience, Comic-Con. And it's an, I'll put it to you this way. The funniest thing about it is that NBA All-Star Weekend is always something popping off. Comic-Con is like a bunch of nerds, and nothing ever happens. Somebody gets hurt. <laughs> Everybody just looks at a bunch of stuff, stands in long lines, and goes home. It's funny to me, but I love that about it. The best part, too, and I attended Comic-Con this year, uh, is that nerds get laid. <laughs> by, the, by the way, it is the number one place for nerd baby making in the world, Comic-Con and WonderCon. Exactly, exactly. Uh, awesome stuff, man. Well, we look forward to uh, the Sleepy Hollow. It debuts tonight on Fox in Orlando. Good catching up with you, man. Thanks for the time. Oh, my love. Thank you guys, man. Have a good one. Take care.